looked in my wallet, found this guy's business card, and I called him. And I didn't get through. Then he called me, um, when can you come in? I said, how about mid-May? He goes, how about tomorrow? Bada bing, bada boom. What is up, futurists? It's your host, Michael here, founder of Our Future. We're the go-to content destination for you, the young business leader who's looking to unlock your future. And I'm gearing up to really create a diehard, frothy mouth community here at Our Future. So if you wanna jump on a call with me, to talk biz, talk the future, and get interviewed for our upcoming Listener of the Week series so you can share with this audience what you are working on, hit that link in the description of this podcast, calendly.com slash Michael and book a time to talk with me so we can lock that in. Today, I'm bringing you a phenomenal careers episode where you'll learn all about the business of music industry and how you can break into it. My guest today is Matt Lattice. He's a really great friend of mine and he's been an awesome sparring partner and kind of like a mentor as I build a business. He's 24, a little wiser than myself for sure. And it's pretty amazing how he was able to carve a career for himself in the music business. A bit about him, Matt is from Miami, Florida. He's always loved music, playing the guitar, and he studied economics and minored in music at the University of Michigan, graduating in 2018 before cold calling his way into his dream job in the music business, managing finance for artists and entertainers. He literally bought a car after cold calling the CEO of a music agency to drive across the country and start his new life in LA. Pretty wild stuff. Hope you enjoy this interview. You have a guitar in there too? I do. Well, you're a musical guy. I mean, what guy works in music who doesn't know how to play an instrument? I feel like a lot of people in the entertainment industry play instruments. It's they have to. There's a, there's a lot of people who want to like low key be artists and and songwriters and and be in the game on that side, but break in on the business side because they don't want to jump right into the artistry and then sure. they kind of use their connections to foray for themselves. I'm definitely not trying to be a pro musician. I do not. I do not have that level of skill. <laughs> yeah. When did you say okay, I am going to commit myself to carving a path? in the business of music? When did that kind of occur to you? I was always good at math. I was always very relationship driven and musical. So I, toward the end of high school, thought music industry, that sounds kind of cool. Didn't know anything about it. I had no idea how to break in. I'd been to LA one time um, and I, I always had this idea of like, oh, working at a record label. That sounds cool. Yeah. Um, fast forward in college, I learned about the industry. I took a trip out to Los Angeles with a group of students at Michigan we went and met with Michigan alumni and other folks just across the entertainment industry. Um, but for me, I was in, involved in an organization at Michigan called Music Matters, which is actually an acronym for Michigan Undergrad Serving in the Community Matters. And it's a large student group. We put on an event called Spring Fest every year in the spring. It's an interdisciplinary festival with music, art, student organizations, sponsors. Um, and throughout the year, we have smaller concerts. So that was really my taste. My first taste of the music industry was booking shows at Necto Nightclub, which I think is still at Michigan. Um, yeah, I'm not is. that old. I, I think Necto um, is still going strong. We we planned the uh, first show in Chrysler Center, the basketball arena, in 15 years, in 2017. And that was really cool to be involved That's in. Crazy. We actually partnered with Universal on That's that. That's crazy. There's so, many, so much logistics that go into an event of that size and of that magnitude. I mean, you, got, you guys got Chrysler? That's crazy. You probably filled it up too, huh? We, we filled it up a decent amount. It, it was a mission to get. Let's just say that the, the venue wasn't quite up to code, and there's a lot of reasons why concerts hadn't happened there for 15 years, but we were relentless and did everything we could to make it happen relentless. from raising the money 
raising the How money to bring in the advisors to um, it, you know, to, to let us, to, to help us prove to the university and prove to the fire marshal that we could do this. The safely. fire marshal. <laughs> yeah. He's, I'm not his, or he's, uh, he's not, I'm not, he's not a big fan of mine. How much do you think that your involvement with music matters, you know, a music organization at your university, heading that out, being the guy in charge of it, getting the concert done at Chrysler, how, how important was that to proving to executives in the industry that you were the guy to hire? Uh, if I have any advice to people in college, people in high school, people post-grad, whatever it might be, if you want to work in music and if you want to be in the business of music and in the entertainment space, you need to just somehow get into it. Um, whether that's, um, whether that's putting on events in your community at the auditorium and finding the, the organization on campus that produces concerts or starting a record label, um, from your dorm room, like Rick Rubin did, you know, Def Jam started at NYU. I'm sure you've heard that tale. If you haven't, Crazy. we'll talk about that offline. Um, that man was obsessed with music and, created was probably one of the most um, prolific record labels of all time. And it started at NYU. Um, so yeah, I'd say Music Matters was was totally, totally vital to my, to build it, the building blocks of my entertainment career. Um, it gave me, it helped me gain the confidence to reach out to people. So that's, that's the first thing is, you know, this is a relationship business. A lot of industries are relationship yeah. businesses, but yeah. it, entertainment is, Few, you fewer know, more, fewer more handshake and relationship driven than the media and entertainment space for sure. Totally. It's, it's a, your network is your net worth. I mean, I might be wrong here, but to get into the music industry, you have to be a self-starter. You have to almost be an entrepreneur yourself because there aren't these defined internships for you. You have to like make your own internship. Like what was your experience and getting your first professional opportunity in music? And what was that? What was that job? And how did you pitch yourself into it? There are a lot of internships. There are totally ways to get an internship at CAA, Universal Music Group, you know, all the major agencies, major labels, major publishers, management companies. You can work at a, you know, a PR firm doing PR for the Grammys. You know, there, there, there are different 100%. ways to get in. You really need to figure out what niche you want to break into. You can't just like have a music industry internship that covers all the grounds. Gotcha. You really have to educate yourself yeah. on the different areas and then look for jobs within those. You know, just because there isn't a listing on their website, like, hey, summer 2021 internship, email HR, make a phone call, say, hey, I'd love to be an mm -hmm. intern. I'll do it unpaid for college credit, you know, whatever it takes. Um, my first taste of in the professional world of the music industry beyond Music Matters at Michigan was actually out of school. My first job, I worked at a business management firm, which is sort of fancy for accounting firm, but focused on musicians. So we worked with touring DJs, you know, hip hop artists, songwriters, athletes, entertainers. So it was very entertainment focused. The way I got that job, I had actually met the partner in the LA office through the CEO of the company who teaches at Michigan. So he teaches at the, the business school. He got knew it. the organization that I was running. Um, and we had a little bit of relationship. So he set me up with some other Michigan students, to his partner. Uh, this was, no, this was uh, a guy named Barry who teaches a sports okay. business course. Got and it. anyway, we, uh, my group went out to LA and met with a partner in LA and met him for, I kid you not, eight minutes. There were like seven students. We were in suits and ties, which is not a very music industry out, uh, you know, outfit. Um, yeah. we were very green at the time and we met with this guy and he was super cool. And he told us what he does. He says, I'm a CFO for artists. So, you know, you got an artist, they have a bunch of businesses I'm the CFO. And I thought that was really cool. I had a finance background. So fast forward, got his card didn't speak to him for, for a while, sent a thank you email for meeting with us. 
then the day before my graduation, a lot of my friends had their jobs lined up at agent or at like a, at banks and hedge funds, private equity firms, and the whole nine. And I hadn't applied to a single job. Uh, mm-hmm. None of the jobs I would have been interested in would have hired me if I was still a student. They're looking to hire on demand. So that's another thing with the music industry is it's very like on demand, ad hoc, hire when needed, sort of. You don't really sure. secure jobs. Maybe there isn't, a, there, isn't a re, there isn't any defined recruiting season for music. It's always going 20%. There's, there's so many kids wanting to work. Everyone wants to work at CAA and be in the mailroom, the infamous mailroom, WME. You know, the infinite, and, and the infamous mailroom, you know, get in everyone, and, and, and rise up. There's the, 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 the list of people who want to do that level of like groundwork is so massive that there's no shortage of uh, potential hires. So it's not like they right. can secure you a spot in the mailroom six months out. It just doesn't work. Doesn't Maybe work some like agencies that. do. I could be wrong. So anyway, the day before my graduation, I looked in my wallet, found this guy's business card, and I called him. And I didn't get through. I called five times, and eventually his assistant picked up, said, "Hey, who is it?" I said, "Can I speak to Josh?" Eventually, I you know I reminded who I was. I met him. She puts me through because he's a busy guy. Um, get on the line, and he says, or actually, I, she she leaves a message with him. Then I go to dinner with my family, and he calls me back. And, and I was, I see the three, one, no number Beverly Hills. And I was like, you guys, it. I got to take this. So I went outside. I was at Sava's went outside to the, to the stage. Sava's for your call. graduation, for your graduation dinner. Yes. And I, this was your graduation me. dinner. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. Right. And, and, I, and, and he, he liked that. I had called, he asked me to send him my resume. He's actually hiring right now. And I, you know, I said, Hey, I would love to work hiring, for you. Hiring for what? Just a, a basic entry level internship for, you know, running the numbers or whatever, or what? So, so I was an account executive slash bookkeeper, you'd call it, um, in the accounting world. I basically went in and just grinded on accounting, um, handling all of, all of the, the books for artists, for their businesses, for their personal lives. Um, but when I initially pitched myself on the phone to him, I said, Hey, I don't know if you remember me, but I'm Matt Lattice, president of music matters. We met in your office last, you know, last fall. Oh yeah, of course, of course. How can I help you? And I said, well, look, I, I really love what you do. You know, I, I enjoyed meeting with you. I have a background in finance. I play music. I love music. I'd love to work for you. Do you have any openings? Just like that. And, and that's when Just he said, like that. that's when he said, you know, send me a resume and we'll talk. And then he called me the day of graduation, because when he called me the night before, that was to, you know, just ask my resume and such and said, Hey, I'd love to interview you. Um, when can you come in? You know, we happen to have an, we happen to have an opening for an entry level account executive. I said, how about mid-May? This was April 30th, 2018, I think, or like April 29th. I said, how about mid-May? He goes, how about tomorrow? And I said, well, I'm with my family. I have graduation today. I'm, I'm you know, I, I'm happy to blow this off for this interview. But like my whole my whole fam flew in and he's like, you're still in college, dude, have fun. Enjoy your last weekend. Call me on Monday. I said, thank God. And I was like, great, I'll call you Monday. <laughs> call him Monday, flew into his office on Tuesday, interviewed. And I walked in and he said I was wearing like a like a, a button down shirt and a blazer, no tie. And he, first thing he said is, oh, business casual. I remember those days. You can take your jacket I, off. I remember those days. <laughs> I was what, like, what is what I is the so what is the look in music? It's probably pretty casual. It's probably literally, you know, hoodie, sweatpants, jeans, jeans t-shirts, jeans. hoodies, but they're not just like your average gap hoodies. Like people were no, really sick. It's like chrome, chrome you know? hearts, chrome hearts. <laughs> exactly. Supreme, like that kind of stuff. Of course. Um, a lot of, a lot of denim jackets, you know, fashion, like cool, cool fashion, cardigans, fa- fashion, and, fashion and music are inextricably uh, linked together for sure. But that's crazy. Totally. dude. That is like yeah. that, that one story, right? Like that, that cold call to the assistant getting through to the guy 
and having him turn around and call you back. I mean, that's an insane, mm-hmm. insane I found I found that the cold call method, I mean, as long as you're confident on the phone and, and you know your value and your purpose, you know, you don't have to know all the answers. Like I showed up to this interview and was pretty upfront. I didn't have an accounting major. I, you know, I've handled, I've been a treasurer of an organization, but I'm not an accountant by trade. He said, are you good at math? I said, yeah. He goes, are you organized? I said, yeah. He said, great. You'll be a great fit. You'll learn all the accounting on the floor. You'll be an awesome fit. There you go. You learn learn as you go. You learn as you go. Pitch yourself as someone who can learn. One one lesson I've learned, and I think this is really important, especially for anyone listening, is that you don't have to know every single thing about an industry or every single thing about a job in order to, you know, try and get that job. Sometimes being honest and and direct about, you know, I, I, I don't have experience in this or I haven't done this specific line of work but I'm very passionate about, you know, so-and-so and I'll do everything it takes to learn. You know, sometimes that honesty will actually take you to that next level because it shows you're sincere about wanting that job and not that, you know, I, you know, I could have, if I was an accounting student, for instance, or I had a CPA, I could have flashed that and been like, oh, I know everything about debits and credits and whatever. I was pretty honest. I said, look, I don't, I didn't study this. I took one financial accounting course in the business school. He said, you're going to learn on the fly and you'll do great. And within two weeks, I was managing accounts. And tell me, and I tell really me what it means. Quick. Tell me what it means to manage an account. So, in the business management world, the sort of hierarchy, so to speak, is you know you've got bookkeepers, okay. account managers, and then the partners. And so, account managers are sort of the day-to-day business management representatives. They're the people, the artists, or the client are calling, you know, to to fund a certain account, or to you know, did this person get paid? Did this money come in yet? They're sort of the day-to-day operational member of the team. The bookkeeper assists the account manager with all the tactical accounting work, you know, making sure the banks are reconciled, making sure the financials are up to date, tax projections are in order. Um, and then the partner is sort of the high level guy who's poor girl who's signing the clients, who's, you know, managing the relationships, schmoozing, Absolutely. With, you schmoozing know, with the lawyers and with whining the- and dying. They're the schmoozers. And so I was a bookkeeper while I was there, but pretty quickly I was, um, there were some accounts that I was fully managing. You know, awesome. with with help from my account manager. What, what but kind of, art, it was what kind of artists? What kind of artists were you exposed to? Um, well, the you know, for the most part, the the roster is is you know, we keep that pretty private. But there are um, some articles where my boss has talked about it. So the Chain Smokers were one of the big clients there. Um, there big Sean, um, Cascade. So a lot of EDM, a lot of pop acts, a lot of songwriters. Um, Emily Warren, she's a, a big songwriter. So yeah, so he's he's got a great roster. Um, and I actually fast forward to today, I actually work with my old employer part-time as a consultant and I go in and I help and I, I work as like a contractor and come in do accounting, help keep things organized. So it actually went from my first job to being like a side hustle now. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So you're still, so you're still working for the same guy. I work. Yeah. I work for him a, cu- a couple days a week, really, whenever I'm able to go in. Um, it's kind of on my schedule okay. and I'm not an employee in that traditional regard. Absolutely. So you have a, a little entrepreneurial endeavor planned to, to start your own, to start your own label. Is that correct? Not quite a label. I'm starting up my business. It's going to be a hybrid management company and business okay. management. Um, I am managing a band and trying to pick up some more clients on the management side, but I also have my own business management clients. Um, and have been running this little practice of my own for the better half of 2020. And I'm starting a business this year. It's going to be called Mad Lettuce, Mad Lettuce, uh, Mad Lettuce, Lettuce Management, Lettuce. Mad, Lettuce. <laughs> Mad Lettuce. And um, and I'm really excited about that. 
It's so a, a lot I of love people, a lot of people, thank you. A lot of people have been advising me to go work at a management company and go see how it's done um, at a big firm like that. And while that is enticing, I have too much energy and drive right now to not just go full speed on my own thing. I'm trying to do something cool, build my own niche, develop my own talent, and be involved in a whole bunch of different shit, whether it's managing artists or investing in businesses or developing other brands. Like, I don't know, man, I'm passionate about a lot of things. I'm 24 and I don't see a ceiling on any of it, you know, one day at a time, but hustle never ends. Can people email you if they want to get in touch with you? Of course. Matt at madlettuce.co. .co. Mad lettuce. That's an angry piece of lettuce. Mad lettuce right there. Okay. We're going to make mad lettuce too. They're going to make mad lettuce. <laughs> I just can't, I can't wait till the day when someone's just like, you're managed by mad lettuce. Like who, who's the idiot behind that? Oh, mad lettuce. Oh, oh it's mad lettuce. Mad oh, oh. There <laughs> yeah. we go. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Matt Lattice sharing some incredible career advice and industry insights on the business of music. If you want to learn more about Matt, his new management company, or just his experiences in the industry, shoot him an email, matt at madlettuce.co. That's mad lettuce, like angry lettuce, the vegetable. Email is also written out in the description of the podcast if you didn't get all that. Hope you guys enjoyed this great careers episode for a Wednesday. Let's keep building, let's keep unlocking, and of course, let's stay frosty, everybody. Peace.